Hey guys, CBC Podcast number 29. I'm Courtney Wise. I'm Shane Blankenship. It's been such a long time. We're back. This is the comeback episode. I wish that you would just stay in town so we could do these podcasts. <laughs> 29 is the lucky number. No, we're going to get to 100, my friend. Yes, absolutely. It's going to happen. Yep, we've just got, um, what, 71 weeks to go. Okay, well... If I would quit going out of town, that was actually being very <laughs> facetious because I have been the one that has not um, been here. Well, I think your sermons have been on fire, this four-parter that you... Was it four mm. or five parts? Four parts. Right now, we're, yeah, we're about to do part five. Okay. A forward. It's been awesome. Kyle's been sick, so I've been sending him the links, and he every time we talk about it, he's like, it's so good. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. It's a, it's a different kind of series, um, I think, especially with the other stuff that we've been doing um, this year. Um, and God was just kind of moving me, I guess, in that direction. Um, because, you know, we've, we've done multiple, I feel like, seven-part series or close to seven-part series. Yeah. Um, but they've all been kind of maybe in one book or follow it. So we spent a lot of time in the Gospels, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yes. But, um, but kind of around that idea of seven. Um, you know, seven uh, that we did the, the Sabbath series as well. Um, seven miracles. We did um, Paul for a long time. Yeah, we did Paul for a long time. So it was, we, you know, we kind of followed um, a theme there for a little bit. So this was kind of a, a change in direction. But um, I don't know. For, for, for me, thinking about forward, um, specifically in the context of the church and what it looks like for us to, to move forward as a church, um, but then individually in our own individual lives, um, what it looks like to move forward in some things. Now is a great time to be to, to be talking about that and to think about that. It's August, about to be September, so fall starting, and um, you know people are coming out of the summer, people are coming out of spring, people are coming out of pandemic mess and everything else. Are we coming out of the pandemic mess or are we going back into it? Because this is what it feels like. Well, that's that's a great question. But I think as far as, you know, people and what they're dealing with and Mm -hmm. trying to figure out, gosh, how do I, how do I, how do I move forward with struggles and, you know, what they're dealing with, what they're going through. So anyways, that's kind of the idea behind the, um, behind the series that we've been in. And ultimately, it's so simple, really. (laughs) I'm giving away the secret. Yes, always get to Jesus. 100% 100% of the time, it's like, go back to Jesus, return to Jesus. Return. Well, that's what return, th- that word was like, so I was like, just re-return, like, yeah. reroute yourself, right, return. Um, and that sets us up per- perfectly for what we're talking about today, mm-hmm. like always. Um, but we're, we're talking about distraction. And um, it's funny, Shane and I were on the phone trying to figure out when we were going to pick the podcasting <laughs> back up. And we came up with this idea and I was like, you came up with the idea and I was like, yeah, I'm actually reading that in my Bible study. So it's funny when God wants us to touch on something and we both kind of get the word together. Mm-hmm. That's well, we, we, haven't, we didn't talk about this before, but last night um, we were doing Bible study. We just started the book of Zechariah in the, in the Wednesday night Bible study that I lead here. And one of the things that I pointed out early on, I was hoping that someone in the in the class would actually pick up on it. Um, but I asked a question, and it was like crickets in the room. But <laughs> but in chapter one, it says, "This is what the Lord of Armies says." So you know, the title that that God is using for Himself in that one is just it's Lord of Armies, and we won't get into all that. But anyways, this is what the Lord of Armies says: um, "Return to me," the Lord of Armies declares, "and I will return to you." And I was making a point, like if you were here on Sunday. Isn't that exactly what God said to Malachi? And if you were here before that, isn't that exactly what God said to Haggai? And Haggai and Zechariah are being written at the same time. And so I was just pointing out the fact that I think it's awesome that God is always clear when he speaks. 
there's no confusion in it. No. He's speaking the same thing the to same. two completely different prophets, but it's not two conflicting words. It's the same. It's a, um, you know, they complement each other. They don't conflict with each other. So I love when God does that. Um, when I, when I'm like, Hey, let's talk about this. Um, and then you're like, Holy, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I'm, Holy Mary. Holy, yeah, but said, Holy crap. But <laughs> you said that anyways, go <laughs> out there. Sorry. Um, but you know, you're, 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 you're studying the same thing. Yeah. So I think it's always confirmational when you see stuff like that. It totally is. So turning away from distraction, um, something particularly that I was reading, and I think you've said it a million times, but I think sometimes um, it takes you a minute to act, mm-hmm. and that's not being very obedient. Mm-hmm. But I was just thinking, what do you, and you plural, like you out there or, or me, like what do I have to do to be less distracted? Mm-hmm. And for me, it was like streamlining what I was looking at, right? Sure. So some people like super addicted to like Netflix, watch, you know, binging, whatever. That's Shane, not my thing. I, I'm not a big TV watcher, um, but I do look at social media and um, especially with like stuff with the pandemic, which can sometimes like cloud my vision. It, I think I told you like keeps mm-hmm. me in the cloud. It keeps yep. me down here on earth. And so I told you I just deleted it from my phone mm-hmm. altogether. And um, I, you know, I'm, I'm starting to kind of like take all of them off my phone because mm-hmm. for me personally, they were just distractions. And not that I was spending so much time on them, but it was the, th- the thoughts like, oh, I can't believe so-and-so feels that way about mm-hmm. this. And, and like, why does it matter? Yeah. Like if it's not, if I'm not pointing myself to Jesus constantly, then why does it matter? Mm-hmm. No, for sure. The catchphrase that I, I feel like I use a lot is in is intentionality or being intentional. Yeah. And I think that's part of the way that we limit the distraction is that we are intentional about what we're doing with our time, what we're looking at, what we're reading, uh, what we're listening to, um, how we're living our life even. to be The more intentional we are, the less distracted we become. And I think... In so many ways, because we are so distracted, mm-hmm. um, and because of, I don't know, maybe how we've been brought up. And we were talking about this earlier. It's um, um, it's it's rare to find someone who has been brought up to walk by faith, not by sight. Oh. It's so natural to walk by sight, not by faith. It's even a hard thing to to wrap our minds around, even though we know that's what we're called to. Um, and so, if it's something that does not come natural to you. You have to be intentional about it, right? Yeah. And when people are intentional about eating well, when people are intentional about working out, when people are intentional about, I mean, you name the thing out there, people see results as a result of that intentionality, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you, you can apply it in those kinds of things and go, oh, yeah, it makes sense. If I'm intentional about my diet, about what I'm eating, about what kind of food choices that I'm making, if I'm intentional about spending 30 minutes, one hour, hour and a half, whatever it may be, a day of you know some kind of physical exercise, if I'm intentional about uh, reading a book or or working on leadership or you know you know listening to a podcast and figuring out how to apply that, when we're intentional about it, we actually see results from it. Totally. When it comes to faith, I don't know why we're so lackadaisical. You know, and because it's hard, that's why. And yeah, it's harder than eating well, if you ask me. For sure, and I think we. I mean, maybe sometimes we've got a um, an improper understanding or representation of grace, and so grace becomes an excuse 
And um, that was one of the things that I oh, talked about yeah, on Sunday yeah. is that grace, um, you know, grace, don't ever use grace as an excuse. Grace doesn't lower the standard. It always raises the standard. Grace is not an excuse. It expects more. Yeah. Um, it calls us to more. Um, so, so anyways, I think maybe all that's in play so that we're not very intentional about faith. But if you want to be less distracted when it comes to who God has called you to be, if you want to be less distracted about what he's called you to, um, the life that he's called you to, that you got to be intentional. You have to be intentional in following him. Well, you know, we're both word people. So the other two words that I have um, written down are obedience and discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, going with Galatians 5.16, it says, Walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify. That word gratify, mm-hmm. can we talk about that in a mm-hmm. second? Sure. Um, the desires of the flesh. Uh, for the Spirit desires what is contrary to the flesh. Mm-hmm. And I um, I wrote this down and put it on my mirrors because I don't, I don't know about you, but I have a hard time memorizing scripture. It's like... I don't really know why, but yeah. this is one that I was like, if I could just memorize this, you know, so I have the first sentence me- memorized, um, but that word gratify, I'm like, just how right is that word for what we're talking about mm-hmm. here? Because um, everything on this earth is so, I mean, like we put more fat in our food because it tastes better that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We, we make, um, you know, everything that we do um, more fun because we get to put stuff in our ears and listen mm-hmm. to them and we get to watch something on the TV and it's like everything here on this earth is meant to pull you away from something else. Mm-hmm. And that word gratify, I was like, God knows. Like he saw all this coming. Like he saw it and that's why he said gratify because there's no other word that I could think of yeah, yeah. that, that would have filled that sentence in perfectly um so anyways i've been telling myself walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh but that comes with a lot of self-discipline so i personally have been praying for just more self-discipline i'm a pretty disciplined person but more of that so that i could continue to turn away from the things that i need to turn away from mm-hmm. well the term well i mean thinking about gratification um and following you know, Paul in Galatians specifically talking about you know you know be careful that you don't gratify the flesh, um, but instead you 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 pursue after the spirit, you follow after the spirit. The spirit's going to desire something completely different than what your flesh desires, and part of it is I think remembering and understanding that it, um, because of the fall and because of our own sin, it gets twisted. Because there's a scene in Acts that that I was thinking of. I call it a scene. Um, yeah, maybe that's the wrong uh, terminology, but it's when Peter's having a vision, and the the um, the sheet is being lowered from the sky. And it's got all kinds of different animals and stuff on it, and um, God tells him to get up, Peter, kill and eat. And he goes, "No, Lord, you know nothing unclean has ever touched my mouth." And God says, "Don't call anything that I've created unclean." Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes it's not so much the fat that God made. Um, it's our um, overindulgence. Just no discipline with it. <laughs> yeah. Know? Or we, we, we mess the place up. So when I, you know, read Galatians 5, 16 just one more time just for those who are listening. Okay. Um, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the Spirit desires what is contrary to the flesh. So when, it, when, when we talk about the flesh and what the, what the flesh desires, so there's some things that are God-given desires, right? Mm-hmm. Um Food, yes. water, shelter, sex. Um, let's stop right there. The, like those, but he means us to gratify them in a proper way. And sometimes we do it 
by improper means. Um, think about even food, for, for example, food or, or water or clothing. We'll just go with those basic needs that every human being has, you know, like that's, that is natural to survival. We can do without a lot of things, but you can't do without food, you can't do without water, and you cannot do without clothing, right? You, you, we need those kinds of things in order to survive. And Jesus said, if you'll seek me, if you'll seek to, to um, for the spirit desires uh, what is contrary uh, to the flesh, so we, we're going to walk by that and not by um, the the desire to gratify our own our own flesh. Jesus says, if you if you if you follow me, if you come after me, if you seek me first, I'll take care of all those things, anyways. So we don't even have to walk to gratify our own flesh. Jesus will give us that, and He will satisfy that, and He will provide that if we'll follow Him first. Um, he promised that. Well, so a couple of things here. Um, you know this scripture better than I do, but exceedingly and abundantly more mm-hmm. than you could ever even think about. Yeah. So so if you, if you feel like you have to give up so much to follow Jesus, like what happens is you start to want more Jesus and less of whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then this exceedingly and abundant, I'm not saying it right. No, no, you are. Like, Absolutely. You know, You're saying it right. Then that happens. And so personally, too. I've been praying for, um, like, to think bigger, you mm-hmm. know, because sometimes, like, you're praying for something, praying for something, and he gives you that, plus something completely unexpected, and you're like, oh, God, you are so funny, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so that, those, that scripture is kind of backing up what you said. It's like, um, to, to make the distractions go away, you have to turn to Jesus, right? So you may have to give up some things, but like in the process of giving it up, exceeding and abundant happens mm-hmm. on you. Yep, absolutely. And I think the distraction then is we get focused on the wrong things, right? Thinking that God won't, believing that God won't, He won't provide, He right. won't do exceedingly and abundantly more. I got it. If I don't do it, no one's going to do it. If I don't, if I don't provide for myself, who in the world's going to provide? Yeah. And so. We take some really important things like providing for our family, and we make that the thing. And God said, no, I am the thing, and if you will pursue me, I'll take care of you and your family. Um, but we get the thing out of order, and so we start running after the wrong things, and even though the wrong and, I, and, I, and wrong things maybe not even be the right word, it's, they're important things, things that really do matter, but they become an excuse for the most important thing. And so I, mean, I like to use the example of providing for our family because that hits at people's hearts, you know, especially if there are, are responsible men out there who are like, you know, I need to provide for my family. Well, that's true. And you've got a responsibility there. But don't get the order out of order. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not provide for my family first. It's seek God first and watch him open up doors and provide means to provide for your family. He's the source and he provides all the resources. Well, um, last week you also said, you know, God said, test me. And, mm-hmm. and it was really talking about tithing mm-hmm. and offering. Um, so that's a little separate, but it's a little not when you think about, like, um, to see see how obedient you can be and what you need to give up um, as far as distractions go and see how God can exceedingly and abundantly um, just rain on, on whatever it is, like, bless you, yes, right? that's right. And so, I mean, I, I guess I'm like, just do it and see what happens. That's right. right. Absolutely. And it's not, it's, it's, I probably should have said it on Sunday. I didn't say it um, just to make sure that people didn't um, walk away with any kind of wrong idea because it is, it's not a, 
prosperity gospel. You know, prosperity is, is you know, how do I get what I want? How do I get more? Um, okay, well, if I'll just give God, God will give me more. And then that, then the heart and the focus becomes on what you get. Right. Um, and that's the wrong heart. And God will not bless that. But the idea is God's like, man, I, I love you so much and I will care for you so much that if you'll just trust me in this, mm-hmm. you, you really don't have to pursue. You don't have to worry about all those things. I'll do more for you than you can even imagine. Um, but, the, but the heart of it, the focus of it is trusting God, pursuing God. Trusting what he's asked us to do and knowing that he will care for us, that he will provide for us, that he is there, that he will, you know, that's one of the things I even said on Sunday is that it's not just about the the physical things or the things that money can buy. Um, It's the things that money can't. The peace, that security, that stability. Well, it's like, um, like humbling yourself to making yourself to the point where you're like, I, I'm just going to do this your way Mm -hmm. because my way's not working. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, there's mm-hmm. nothing else I can do, and and then see what happens in your life. You know, um, sometimes like when I think of humble yourself before the Lord, I think of like the physical posture, yep. and maybe not so much of like what we're talking about. Um, you know, humble yourself. Like turn away from the distractions. Get into a physical. Um, what what is that called? Like a physical um, posture. Yeah, po- thank you. Posture of, of turning away from the things that you feel like he's calling you to be turning away from, and then he he will bless you for yep. that. The, but before we run out of time, um, this is this is something that I was studying last night and was sharing with our, our class last night from Zechariah chapter one, and um, Zechariah is written at the same time the book of Haggai and um, was written. The people have returned from seventy years of bondage of slavery. And they end up in, in bondage and slavery and captivity in Babylon because of their lack of obedience. You, while ago you talked about you know our own way, and that's literally what God calls them out for. It's like, you won't listen to me. I keep calling you back to my way. You keep doing your way. And so here's where you ended up. Mm-hmm. And so in, in Zechariah chapter 1, God says, um, you know, your ancestors. So he's talking to a people who didn't even do the thing, but they are experiencing the discipline, if you will, Oof. as a result of what their forefathers, what their fathers and grandfathers and you know mothers and grandmothers did. Um, and he says um, they were doing their own way and they were refusing to listen to mine. And he, he goes, uh, and where are they now? Uh-huh. And the easy answer to that question, because it's really easy, they're dead. Um, and he goes, and what about the prophets that spoke to them? Did they live forever? Nope. They didn't either. But what is standing forever? My word. Me, yeah. Um, what I said, what I declared is what continues to stand. And so God says, says essentially, so I invite you, return to me, and I'll return mm-hmm. to you. That's all you got to do. Come back. And the people are like, okay, you got a point, God. And, yeah. <laughs> and they come back. I don't want to be um, in bondage anymore, in yep. slavery. I don't want to live like this. I don't want to do this. And, oh, yeah, God, I guess you're right. You know, they did it their own way. And where are they? Well, they're dead now. Yeah. But but you you are forever, and so okay, we'll we'll come back to you. I, it's so simple. It's we as simple. Get, as we just get distracted. <laughs> however, it's so hard. Yeah. So so we're not. It's simple, but it's it's difficult, and I I think anything that you do every day um, as a discipline is is something. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's easy to get into a habit. It's easy to get out of a habit. Yep. Um, it has to be something that that you just willingly do, and it's difficult. Yeah. All right, guys, let us know um, what you think, and uh, we hope and we pray for you that, that you have a, um, 
a great day and that you can start to be a little bit more obedient with some of those distractions that are out there. Mm -hmm. We know how hard it is. Yep, keep the main thing the main thing. There you go. I like that. Okay, bye. Bye.